Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Todd. You're listening to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. With us today, Brian Baxter. Welcome. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Todd. How's it going? (laughs) Pretty good. Pretty good. Brian and I just watched the fish? Fishies? Fish, fish, fishies? Fish guys. Fish guys? Fish guys 2? Was there fish guys 1? Yeah. It was... uh... I don't know, something. It's all, I think, it's all because it's Fish Islands, right? Right, that makes sense. Okay. It was interesting because Brian asked if I had seen the edit, and I was like, yeah, I've seen it. And and I said, yeah, it didn't really do much for me. And he's like, what? It was so sick. And then he started describing all these tricks in it, and I was like, okay, let's let's watch it again. And I, yeah, I was, I stood corrected. It was actually a really good edit. It made me think about how sometimes you don't always appreciate things for what they are. Like, I think maybe when I first watched that, maybe I was in a weird mood or I wasn't paying enough attention and it, it, I didn't find much memorable in it. Right. Um, but it was actually really good. It was my fault that I didn't enjoy it. And I think that happens a lot. Like you can't just because something is really good doesn't mean that people are going to appreciate it. There is some responsibility in the viewer to to uh <laughs> I was drawing something I was going to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you going to talk about? Quite <laughs> No, that's it. I, I just think there's responsibility in the viewer to yeah. to put effort into the experience that they're having. You can't just you can't just rely on wh- whether it's a movie or music. You can't rely on that to give you something. Yeah. You have to give it something too. You have to give it your attention, and you have to set yourself up for success. Like if you're watching movies for eight hours. You know, sitting around the house watching movies for eight hours, and then you watch a really good movie after sitting there for eight hours watching movies, it's obviously not going to have an impact. You have to tailor your own experience and and make it good. You can't watch, you can't watch like a really good movie on your iPhone. Well, you can, but the experience you're going to have isn't going to be as powerful as if you watch it like with a nice big screen, nice big sound mm, you know yeah okay that rem- that's an interesting thing to bring up right away because um i talked about this with my friend last week after i heard it on a podcast um and uh it was a podcast for for video games but it was talking about um what makes something good okay and you were just saying to me like that you know, you have to engage with something so that you can really appreciate how good something is, etc. Um, and you, you need to give a bit of yourself to it, etc. Right, and attention and everything. And um, on the podcast, they were talking about um, someone was saying, you know, I started playing this one game, and you know, I felt like uh, it was it was all right, um, but you know, it was like the portable version of this other game, and and. Half of me wanted to say it wasn't as good because it didn't do everything that the Big Brother game did. It, it was a portable thing. It didn't do as much. And then the other part of me wanted to say 
that it wasn't as good because um, it tried too hard to like get a lot of it, but it didn't. You know, it only got some of it. And then if it would have like, oh, it sh- you know, it should just try being a small game. And then when it tried to be a small game, it was boring and it wasn't enough like the big game. And it was like, <laughs> and I started thinking like, you know. It, I guess all it reminded me of, it wasn't really games or anything that it reminded me of. It reminded me a lot of, like, how we'll try really hard to um, make some sort of equation where removing or adding some part of something makes something better. It, like, you know, I, w- you know, I didn't do that thing, so that looked really good. This song wasn't on that soundtrack, so it was better for it. I don't know if I buy that as much anymore. I think that speaks a lot more to your point about having to actively engage in something and notice when something's good. But if something is good, it should generally... I feel like there should be a bit of a click that happens with you. And good is subjective to everyone, but there is sometimes unanimous levels of good that happen. And it's just, and it. Happens with things that had a level of care taken with them um, and, a, and a level of thought, I find, that doesn't go into everything. Like, a lot of stuff can look good or appear original, but it's not. Um, and but maybe to bring it back to, like, a game maybe that everyone knows, is, like, there's nothing uh, graphically or, or really, um, you know... Uh, there's nothing graphically incredible about Mario, Mario Brothers, but there's something inherently good and addictive and memorable about it, and and there's just something that everyone almost can pick up with it right away. And I think right. that truly good things, you just can feel it when you watch it. There's just something, and it's not just because it's, it's older and we were more naive then, or, you know, it's better because it's just a new, fresh thing. I feel like it's just... It has to have, like, it's like the right chemistry, right ingredients. Yeah. I I guess I don't even believe in things being good. I don't believe something is good or bad. I think the only thing that's real is the the person's experience that they have while they're playing the game or watching the movie. Mm. That's the only thing that's real. You can't say that a movie is good. You can't say it sucks. All you can say is, my experience when I watched it, was awesome. I loved it. Or I was bored to death. Or, yeah, I, it entertained me. I think that's the only that's the only thing that that matters is how the experience that people have when they're watching it. Obviously, other things matter, like on different levels, like the experience that the creator has making it. But I'm talking in terms of like people consuming media. It's like people are so wrapped up in like being critics and having this smart, witty thing to say about it or a reason why it wasn't good. But really, all that they need to do is describe their experience. Either they liked it or they didn't. And I'm just saying that sometimes that is the fault of the viewer as much as it's the fault of the person who created it. I think I've heard great music. I've seen great movies that, like... The first time I saw it, I, it didn't do anything for me. And it's partly because I was like in a weird mood or, you know, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the stuff that grows on you because that's a different story, but I'm talking about stuff that I would have enjoyed if I was more committed to it or if I was in a different frame of mind. I think there's a lot of people that are just fucking depressed and they're not going to enjoy anything in that state. 
Like I've been in states in my life where nothing is good to me. And it's not the, the fault of the shit that I'm looking at or listening to. It's my own state. I'm in a blocked, I'm in a blocked, uh, psychosis where I'm not allowing myself to be taken where the, where the movie maker wants me to go. Or mm-hmm. like I'm emotionally incapable of crying or feeling the sadness in the point of the movie where it's, I'm supposed to feel really sad or upset because I'm a hardened bastard and I don't allow myself to cry. But I, I really want to agree with all that, um, like wholeheartedly, because it, it does sound a little bit more up my alley as to what I go for, the experience, etc. But I do feel like there is a, there's elements that come together in things to make stuff more poignant or more important or whatever. Yeah, there's a, definitely. And, and, and that maybe, I don't know if touching a wider audience is more important. I, I, that, I don't know if that doesn't feel right to say. But I was going to ask you, why, why is someone more certified to be a critic than someone else? Why is someone what? Why is someone more certified to be a critic than somebody else? I, yeah, I don't believe that anyone is more certified, but really by its nature, um, someone is qualified to be a critic if they have a lot of experience oh, with yeah. watching that. But I, I don't What's think experience exactly. It's like if you're a movie critic, what you've watched a lot of movies and you know, all the names of all these actors and you can, you, you have a memory of movies that have been made in the past. Really, that doesn't mean shit. All that matters is, like, how someone's going to respond to it. So was it not important that you've seen movies before you've seen this movie? Your first movie that you ever saw. There's, it, it's not important if, if someone wants an opinion on a movie. They could ask someone that saw a movie one time. It was the first movie they've ever seen in their life, or they could ask someone that's seen 10,000 movies. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, you want the critic who has seen a lot of different movies because they have a frame of reference and they can say, no, this sucked. You can watch this, and this will be much better. So yeah, I guess, yeah, the critic has their place. How about to come halfway with what you're saying? Not that this sucked or this was good, but with my experience from my history of watching things, this is what I got from it that I didn't get from X, Y, and Z, that I did get from things I've liked in the past. Yeah, and that's valid. Yeah, like, you know, I, I think, you know what always annoys me a little bit? As much as people saying, like, that didn't deserve, you know, um, as, as high a score as it got or whatever, is... Um, or that didn't deserve like as low a score as it got. It should have been so much better. Is I guess maybe the like the first thing I said there when someone's like, "Oh, reviewers just like are you know paid off and they just want to like tell you about the like newest art house thing and they'll name drop some foreign actor because you know like anything and you can do that with skating as well. You can say everyone just wants to like something because no one else likes it and 
you know, blah, 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 blah. No one wants to recognize how hard, <laughs> like, blah, blah, certain tricks are. Anything, yeah. like Whatever it is, getting mad at someone else's opinion or someone else's experience yeah. is totally ridiculous. But it's entertaining. And it's interesting. There's a reason why we have emotions and opinions on things. It's, yeah. Is if we're not built like robots, we're not to be built to be even keel about things. P- things do piss us off. We do. It is exciting to venture out of your, you know, of your safe place and, and <laughs> say things that don't, you know, that might stir shit up a bit. Yeah. Right? To a, per, a point. I don't mean like shit talking something. I mean. I mean, um... Yeah, if you genuinely really don't like something, yeah, by all means, talk shit on it. Well, I don't I don't mean talk shit on it, but I mean share your opinion. And in like a... Yeah, share your opinion, talk shit. Well, talk I, think that's, shit. I think that's bullshit. What you just said. Talking shit is bullshit? Talking shit. <laughs> talking shit and if something's just a, like a observation that's like a critique of something... Is its lowest common denominator speak to say you were shit talking my my stuff? It's like you don't you can't form your thought properly to tell me that you you like you didn't like that I said something um, you know uh, negative about whatever yeah. you were doing or whatever you made. And there we can argue it fifty thousand ways that they, I have no place to say something negative. You shouldn't say something negative. At all, you should only say positive things, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's fucking not reality. And, you know, unfortunately, people do share their opinions about things, and they're going to be all over the place. I almost feel feel like we're having two different conversations. Because I'm saying, all I'm saying is that sometimes, sometimes the reason why you didn't like something isn't the fault of, of the thing. It's, it's, it's. It's your fault or it's the fault of just circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was a baby crying in the next room. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, I was, like, jumping off a little, like, tangential, tangentially. Is that right? Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I, I think I was just saying how when people... Um, like have an experience with something that and then they say that a review is like they'll they'll give their opinion on something or whatever i i think that they uh that you can personally i think you can pick out things that are good and bad with stuff or positive and negative but they don't always make something good in the end just because something had more good and less bad right um, so, and maybe that comes back to an experience or something, but yeah. That, and it's so, it's so subjective. Like yeah. something can be enjoyable because it's so bad. Like yeah. we've all watched really bad movies that are really entertaining because they're so bad yeah. or we've had a good experience or we've watched something that's so good, but it's just, we're not in the mood for it and it's, yeah. and we can't, we can't take it for what it's worth because we just want to watch Anchorman again yeah, instead like so good <laughs> don't you I, I find that a lot these days like that's really frustrating I find so many things that are probably really good and I can see they're really good but they don't do much for me like I find that with movies a lot um, and with music quite a bit too but then yeah the question is what is good I mean if it's 
if you're looking at it and you're like, this is so good, but it's just not doing anything for me. Is it really good? What's good about it? Like, is it technically, if it's, is it impressive? Is it, I guess I know, yeah, I know what you're impressive. saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying because I watch a lot of skate edits where it's very fucking impressive what the people are doing. Yeah. And I can admire it from a skill perspective and from like a danger perspective. Like I can admire the athleticism Yet it doesn't give me that excited feeling in my gut that, that, uh, it doesn't give me that good skate video feeling for whatever reason. And if this was the first video you'd watched ever of skating, do you think it would have? Do you think it would have given me that like feeling? The Maybe. Accelerated yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. It might have. It might. It might be totally fresh and new. Like I am, you do get to a fucked up place when you're 30 and you've been rollerblading for 20 years and you're watching skating and and it's so different from like from from for like the fish the fish edit it's like a different sport than for or elements or coup de tat um and 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 it's hard not what's that those were new school videos back in the day yeah Yeah, and it's it's hard it's hard not to compare it's hard not to that is our frame of reference so yeah. we can't we can't look at what rollerblading is from a fresh perspective, um, but it's it's always such a hard thing to articulate what what gets you excited, like yeah. what do you like? What do you like in a in a video? But then for me, it's like I want to be surprised, so I don't I don't know what that what it is. I can't like outline it. I can't just tell you do this this and I'll love the edit. Yeah. It's it the the most enjoyable shit for me is when they do something that I'm not expecting and and it and it just hits that that part in my heart. And it doesn't even need to be the best tricks. It doesn't need to be the best skating. Like a like look at like Sean C's videos or like yeah, Sean C's videos are a good example where yeah, there's some awesome skating, but a lot of the parts in in his videos that where the skating is kind of mediocre, but it's it's presented in a certain way. It just hits home, and it gets me more excited than watching the best rollerbladers in the world. Maybe it's because some of that stuff is like the early formations of um, of uh, the creativity and new ideas and stuff, and it's like rough rough ed- edits of of things that might eventually be something. Like, do you ever see, do you ever watch old edits of things and you see s- tricks that are now, like, popular, but they were done in such a crude fashion before? And there's something, like, I, like, I remember seeing certain tricks or certain things and they looked, like, so weird at the time and they caught you off guard so much you didn't even know what the trick was. Yeah. And now people do it all the time and it's, like... It's you know you could you see how it sort of came up a bit and I I know like a lot of one of uh, Sean C's stuff and uh, and Kevin E and all that they well they both have pretty good style but they um, they're both like seems like really into sort of um, I don't know like it feels like uh, do it yourself sort of like comp- compile sort of weird ideas or takes on skating and objects and 
and just sort of mash them together. It's a, it doesn't feel like polished, you know, but it's kind of in a really cool way. Like there's something almost there's something really exciting about Kevin E's skating right now because he kind of goes out of his way to be um, to try to do things differently. And there's something inherently exciting about people that try to do things differently because uh, we have short attention spans and we want us, we want new things. Depending on our personality, right? Yeah. I mean, some people like, I may say we want new things, but that's sort of bullshit because if you look at common denominator and people that are on message boards or, you know, even just friends of ours and stuff, they like, they respond a lot differently to some stuff like that. They're more stoked about like a really, sometimes a really highly polished section from, you know, um, I don't know, Jeff Dallas or Dallas or something. Or, yeah. Or any or something. Good, really good rollerblades, but maybe not the same type of thing we're talking about. You yeah. Know? And I think older dudes are very guilty of discounting the opinion of like younger skaters because um they're they're existing in a different brain they have a totally different frame of reference but from our frame of reference it's like we're, we're almost like the critics of movies and we feel like our opinion is more valid because we've been around for so long and we are more educated but really that's bullshit you're like answering that question I asked you at the start what was the question? When I, was, when I asked you, like, what's the point of critics and stuff, and you basically just described it to me, like, the, like there's some sort of preconceived importance to being around longer and having experience, you know? Right. To give your opinion on it, on an experience, to have experiences from the past, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry I interrupted you, but I just was jumping off side you said that I thought it was fun. Yeah, it, it's funny. That that's a fucked up concept. But you were you were but not to derail you. You were saying that we discount younger people's reviews and opinions of things. Um, I don't know if this is where you're going, but because like, they don't like were the reviewers or the critics and stuff because we've had the history of seeing stuff and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Um, did you have just the, like we just think we know more, but we. We might have more experience, but we can't say that we, like, no one can, no one is in a position to say if something is good or if it's bad. All they can say is, is that they enjoyed it or they didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It got, it, it did something for them or they were bored. I see where you're going with this. The, the, The idea of something being good or bad. Yeah. Who, is the sun gonna like say you know this is good this is bad no the sun doesn't care the sun's hardly out the sun is just the sun's just being hot the sun's just hot <laughs> the, sun's, the sun is chilling mad marinating yeah <laughs> don't give a fuck about your stupid shit rollerblades who the fuck needs those <laughs> the sun, like a comic version of the sun, <laughs> sitting down at like on a in a chair, and the chair's just burning away under its butt, and it's has a like, <gasps> you know it has those traditional like eighties glasses on, and it's like in a room looking back, and it's trying to like pull on a pair of rollerblades. It's like is these are this is the way these go on, <laughs> and it's lacing like the foot's like searing out of the thing. 
like maybe his foot is like one of the like the blades of the sun or something. Like it's kind of, yeah, what yeah. the sun is always portrayed as being really cool. Like a cartoon sun always has like shades and yeah. same with the moon. Like the moon is Both always cool cats. really cool cats. Like, damn, they're just chilling out there. Yeah, famous. Everyone knows who who the moon is. I never buy that playing the, the saxophone. Cool. I don't think the sun's that cool. <laughs> the sun's pretty cool, dude. We we evolve around it. Or revolve, no, evolve the moon or is revolve. Cool. The moon is the like spends is like the night night owl. The moon is inherently cool. Like the sun is like a fucking go getter. It's like an it's like an early morning riser. It's, there's nothing cool about that. You got to sleep early the night before in order to uh, to get up early. I guess how we experience the sun is very different from what the sun actually is. I mean, we feel its heat and we we feel its warmth. But to us, the, it's the sun is a sunrise. The sun is a, it, it, it's it's just daytime. But the sun, it it it, it, it the sun is a, just a massive ball of hydrogen or something just floating out there. Like, how does it even? <laughs> you can't give me any shit about like I wasn't even talking about that. I, I, I was talking about. The sun putting on rollerblades. Where yeah. You went, off, went off on a conversation about their personalities of the sun and the moon. <laughs> I just was talking about whether the sun likes to wear skates. I don't uh, think the sun would like rollerblading. No. It wouldn't be able to put them on. It because it watches people on the seawall every day. Um, rollerblades okay, would melt. Furthermore, I wanted to... That's my point. That was my original point. I wanted to say um, <laughs> that, that the sun when viewed from Earth is, like, so positive and you get a, you get a great vibe from it. It puts everyone in a good mood, you know? But it's to send people on very typical sort of uh, trains of thought of, like, the beach and stuff. The sun, when viewed from space, ominous. Ominous. Watch the movie Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, the Danny Boyle movie with the guy that did 28 Days Later. Yeah, yeah. And is this new? No. No, it's years, years old. Sunshine? Yeah. Did I see Sunshine? I don't Probably. think I... Maybe you just weren't in the right space to experience maybe, it. Maybe not. Probably. Maybe not. Maybe maybe I had a bee sting. Yeah, a bee sting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that would play in anything. Maybe I... a bee stung me in the movie theater. Mm. I hated that movie. It stung me. Mid-movie bee stings. Fuck, those suck. <laughs> The obvious killer of a good mood movie. Oh, or diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea ruins a movie. If movies, if every, if people at the movie theaters, like if something wasn't good or to like stir shit up, they would like release problems into the theater every so often. Like they would just like throw a big like nest of hornets into the middle of the audience. <laughs> just or, or like. Just, like, have a wolf come out of a container and just run down the thing. You mean because they don't like the movie? I don't know. They want to ruin other people's experience? I just, I think I'm just stoked about the idea of, like, you know, 200 people in a room with, like, a, in a dark room with a hornet's nest thrown in the middle of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, man! Take it away. 
Let's take it away, Jack. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Have you been skating? <laughs> <laughs> um, have I been skating? No, I haven't been skating at all. <laughs> it's such a... If, I bet if Travis listened to this, he's going to give me some sort of fucking shit about... Because literally, I love Travis Fitz, but least favorite thing when he tells me, like, I'm the, it was such a downer podcast, man. You, know, you guys <laughs> talked about, like, how you don't skate anymore and how things used to be back in the day. Too fucking bad. Yeah. I'm going to keep talking about that. All right? Boom. Maybe he was having a bad day, and our podcast was a reflection of what he was Boom. feeling, and he didn't like that. He wanted to be taken away on an escape but it just, it was a mirror. You know what, Travis? He didn't like that. He's in L.A. right now. Don't even come back. Oh, he's in L.A. Don't even come back. If you're going to be bringing that attitude, don't bring that back to the table. Stay in L.A. Yeah, stay in L.A. No, I'm kidding. I love Travis. Uh, <laughs> Boy, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was shouting at the mic, like, really looking at it, like, looking at it, like, it's Travis, and it's shouting at him. Um, <laughs> Boy, man. <laughs> so, okay. No, I haven't been skating. Um, I'm not even qualified to speak on skating anymore. <laughs> at all. I Who did, is? I Who did, is? Did Yeah, I, I haven't been skating. And I've been working. And I do a lot of sleeping. And, um, that sounds great. Yeah. I've, okay. Um, when I was a little younger, I think people used to tell me that... Uh, when I was skating in the, the winter and shit, and I had, like, my, my skates were all squeaky bearings, and, like, I was going out in the snow to a place that was only, you know, co- the only place that was covered, or it didn't matter, that was, I don't remember the warnings of, oh, it's so cold out, or, you know, I'd just go out and do it, or, like, where do you get the energy from? You've been doing blah, blah, blah all day. I did not <laughs> even fucking care that, you know, like, it just, I don't even, maybe some of that shit didn't even exist. As far as I'm concerned. And I never thought it would arrive. But now that I'm 30 next month, um, and for honestly, like, the last, like, four years, I really noticed shit like that. Like, this winter, I have, this fall kind of coming up into winter has been pretty cold. I have been totally doing just, like, the generic, typical shit that people say you do during winter and fall. Like, Oh, bundle up. Like, make sure you, like, spend a lot of time inside with loved ones. You know, like, that's what I'm doing. I'm, like, not, I'm not out there. I'm not, like. (laughs) We not out here. We not out here. We in here. We in here with tea. Is that working for you? Are you enjoying this staying in of of sorts? Part of it, but I'm getting fatter. You know, getting I'm getting fatter. fatter, and I'm like my motivation levels are lower. Like I'm. Like, it's only November. Yeah, and it'll only get worse. <laughs> <laughs> you should just go for it this winter. You should just try to pack on as many pounds as you oh, can. Just God, don't just, exercise. Eat cinnabuns every I just day. Get my eye on the looks. <laughs> What's that goes on that? I'm not a lot. You have nothing. Um, it's all vanity at this point. That's right. It's barely that. It's like a six and a half out of ten. Just holding on to but a thread. I'm fucking rounding up that six and a half to like a seven. Nice. Um, you deserve it. I do. <laughs> Funny enough. Um, yeah, I just find like this winter, this this November sort of time right now, it's like I've really been doing 
a lot less activities. I go, oh, I go play floor hockey. Nice. That's fun. That, actually, that was really good, but it's kind of not been good recently. Um, I, I'm just going to go off on a rant here. But I don't know. Because <coughs> who fucking cares? Whatever. We're going to talk about all the same shit. Floor hockey rant. Yeah, floor hockey rant. Come actually, in. no, no. It's more like typical Brian sort of Brian Todd talk rant. Um, do you ever go to something and you, for whatever reason... It just does not, like, the people there and, like, the general ambiance of what's going on just doesn't sluice with you at all. Like, for what, like, yes. in your, okay, in your day-to-day or, like, how people, all your friends or, um, you know, how many people like you in skating or how people view you, it's like, Todd is fun, like, smiles a lot. He's, like, interesting. He's a really interesting guy. And, you know, like, he's just blah, 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 right? And then you go to, like, uh, an event where in all sense of the, you know, all sense of the word, you should really be getting along with these people in the same way. But all of a sudden, you, like, all your, like, anything that's kind of good about you or whatever, like, your attitude, your personality, whatever you have to put out there, like, no one fucking cares. And you kind of, like, you're just, a, you don't find that you're meshing well with people. This is what floor hockey is. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> I love playing floor hockey. I'm not too bad at it. Yeah. I scored, like, ten goals to two games oh, wow. before. And I'm going to wear that one like it's a, something perhaps. Ten but goals in one game? Ten goals, one game. Whoa. So, sure, the score was, like, is that even possible? to 23. <laughs> and the goalie is, funny enough, they're pretty good. But uh, it's a small little place, so you know, people score quickly, right? Yeah. At any rate, I went there, I started playing floor hockey, and I guess I just, I don't know what it was, but I just, <laughs> like, I can't talk with people there very well. I find, like, people are very nice, but they don't care for me one bit. Like, no one comes up and talks with me about anything. No one wants to know more about me. I try to take interest in people's lives. No one has fucking shit all to say <laughs> and I just find I'm sitting there half the time like by myself it feels like high school again like early high school <laughs> it's so fucking sad and, I, and then the girl there that, she's pretty nice she like sent me a personal email <laughs> saying telling me like you need to keep your stick down wow I, you need to keep your stick down Quite a few people complained about the stick. <laughs> These are plastic sticks. And Todd, you hacking at shins, buddy? Todd, give me some perspective here. People play hard at this thing. Like, they, if I don't go at it, people will fucking take that that the ball from me in an instant. Right? There's people are way better than me there. Okay. And they, she sent me a personal email, and then it, it also said if this keeps, if this keeps up. I'll be asked to leave. It's been so long since something like this has happened. Like, and I was, I was like, a "Did you?" So, okay, was there any truth? Poss- possibly, I didn't. I didn't notice it. Like, you I'm didn't so, notice. Uh, no, and I'm. It didn't hurt when when your stick hurt uh, hit other people's shins. I it wasn't <laughs> shins. It was raising your stick, and it it's you know you're not supposed to 
slap shot or you should keep it below your waist, basically. Yeah. Even when you're running or something, if you go around someone or whatever, I always thought that I was just having, like, a really good time. I'm always just laughing, um, like, just passing it around, trying to be, like, like, trying to be a really good sport when I'm there and everything. Um, and anytime something, like, I remember my stick slid up, someone else's stick, when we were playing and it, you know, hit them in the hand, right? Yeah. By, by the way, like, two weeks ago, basically, my foot was fractured there from someone, like, bashing the shit out of my foot with a stick, right? So it yeah, goes hopefully, hopefully someone got a personal email yeah, about that. I hope so. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, they, um, like, I'll go up to someone, I'll be like, hey, I, I'm really sorry about that. Like, I, you know, I didn't mean to do that at all. And this big dude that's there, um, that happened with this guy, and he, him and I usually talk and stuff, and I said, hey, hey, Mike, sorry about that. Um, shit, I didn't mean to do that, you know, my bad. And I, like, patted him on the back and stuff. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, luckily it didn't hit me in the face. You know if it hit me in the face, I'd let you know. And I was like... <laughs> and I, and like, I looked at him and he kind of looked away and I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. And I just was like, what? Like, there is some chemistry about me that people are just not picking up well. Like... And then, and then to top it off, this is the NY Lorette, okay? I went there last week, and I thought, okay, you know what? I'll give it another go. I'll be, I'll totally sit back. I'll chill out. I'm not going to go fucking, you know, say hi to everyone. Like, you know, say it was nice seeing everyone. But I'm not going to push it a lot. Um, I'm just going to sit back on D. I'm just going to pass all night. Um, so I get there, and I'm passing around and everything. I scored, like, a couple times. It was fun. Um, but it was like pretty low key. It wasn't very much fun overall to play. And, um, I'm leaving, I'm getting ready to go. And I was like, I had to borrow, um, Catherine's, one of Catherine's four stakes she brings or something for like, for her floor hockey, right? She brings it. Was Catherine the one who sent you yeah. the personal yeah, email? <laughs> so she, um, she, so, at any rate, she brings, like, four sticks for, like, spares for if people show up, okay? Yeah. And I haven't gotten a stick. It's, I've gone, like, four or five times now. I haven't bought a stick yet because it's coming to the end of this thing, and, like, I just haven't had a lot of time, you know? And last night, like, or last Thursday, presumably, I fucking didn't, you know, I just didn't bring a stick. So, I'm like, I, I look at her and I said, hey, Kat, thanks so much for lending me the stick. That was really nice of you again. And I turned away, and she goes, yeah, make sure you get your own, Brian. And I said, oh, I, 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 I turned to her, and I kind of, like, didn't say anything. I was like, okay, and, like, walked off. And she's like, and she realized that I didn't sound very, like, nice. She, and she's like, or I'll start, like, you know, <laughs> so I have to start charging you for that stick, right? Because, I, you, like, you use it all the time, right? And I was like, oh, okay, and, like, le- just left, and I was just... All the natural highs and shit that you get from that kind of thing, I just was in a fuck right after, and I think I'm gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Just, you know what it comes down to? You know what, Catherine? I will not buy a stick. How about I don't come back? Yeah. Well, she was. She just. It was like the last thing she could have said, and it was just said in this really kind of bitchy tone. Like I'm almost not doing it justice. Yeah. She was like, "Yeah, make sure you buy a stick, okay." <laughs> and I was like, ah, yeah, sure, yeah, of course, right? I mean, like, I don't know. It just 
when you don't talk to anyone at this thing and everyone's talking in groups and cliques and stuff, yeah, it just makes you feel awkward. And um, and I don't know. I guess it kind of was like this. This fucking does not make me feel great when I go to this thing. Yeah. And I'll be quite frank. And everyone's probably like, "This guy's a faggot." Well, yeah, that's because that's, <laughs> sure. That's because I just get I'm probably way more sensitive than people about this stuff. I'm also really good at hockey, but <laughs> but it, you know, there's there's two sides. There's being good at hockey, but then it's also like, yeah, I'll be frank with someone if I go to to hang out with a bunch of really nice people and like everyone's pretty like indifferent about me being there. Doesn't give two shits and like won't even fucking have a conversation with me. Of course, I'm going to be like, this isn't that great. You know, this kind of sucks. And what the, you know what? I feel like people should be able to, like, own that. If, you, if something sucks, I shouldn't just have to say, like, yeah, you know what? I don't fucking care about people, like, if they don't, you know. But yeah, I do. I generally care. Someone's like, yeah, if yeah. I want to be friends with someone or certain people and they don't fucking like me or they don't want anything to do with me, or someone's just like, man, this person's boring. Then yeah, you've, obviously that's gonna like rub you up in a certain way. It's just yeah, for sure. Let me be frank. It's whether maybe you have the balls to admit it or not. Yeah. It's either you have the so much balls that you don't fucking care at all and no one's opinion affects you, or you don't have the balls to admit that something like bothered you or hurt you. It's one or the other, I think. Or you yeah. fucking. I always admire when people are just super like, blunt with me about ups and downs. Whenever someone can just say to me, like, um, yeah, I was out there, and this girl, you know, just fucking hated me. It sucked. I really liked her. You know, if it just left like that, I'm like, man, this person's really, like, I, I almost admire how, like, much, why did I use this word, but, like, I think how much guile they had to just, uh, to just say something like that that didn't end in, like, a you know, um, some sort of, like, disaffected kind of nonchalant, like, whatever, fucker, you know, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Turn it around on yeah. them, like... Yeah, I like that. I've always liked that in people a lot. So, Because yeah. it's going to happen. It's always going to happen. Yeah. Do you think there's any correlation between people not liking you very much and maybe your style of play? To- totally. I... I think the first couple times I was there, um, I really, like, I was really fucking tired. I felt like I had to vomit a couple times, because it's just, you're running back and forth, and I'm not in great shape right now. And, uh, <laughs> and seriously, like, it just it was bad, it was hard. And I think people were fine with me then, because I wasn't doing much, and then the next couple of days that I came, like, I certainly wasn't the best, but I, like, scored enough, right? And I... And I don't know if people thought, oh, that, that guy's like a show-off or something. <laughs> right? Or something, right? He's too good. No, there's people way better than me there. Like a good five or six people, probably, that are much better. But I don't know if, like, they just didn't want me to do something like that. or I, I don't know. You know, I'm not saying it was not my fault. There's totally an element where I'm sure I did something wrong. I guess I just didn't pick up on it. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's something like that. But... I don't know. I want to go to some place that I can just try. You know, like, I don't want to be held back because I took a shot instead of passing. Like, I passed the whole fucking time, you know? And then as soon as I don't pass, like, these dudes that are total show-offs there, that as soon as you don't pass the, the ball to them on, like, a breakaway or something, they're like, I was great. Great over there. <laughs> yeah, neat. You scored, like, 44 of our goals already. 
I'm going to take a shot this time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so there was my little spiel. I'd like to get into hockey, play some ball hockey or some roller hockey. You should come next Thursday. <laughs> I could have a friend there. Come next Thursday. Why not? It's at 8 o'clock. It's over on Main and 33rd. On Thursday? Yeah, Thursday night. Tell me a reason why you can't. This week? This Thursday. I can't go this Thursday. I'm going to the new James Bond movie, I think. Phew. No, no, no. That would have been fun. I could have gone on Thursday. Okay. Well, maybe next Thursday following. Maybe. Because I'm always looking for extra people. Really? Yeah. And then they'll... They're bound to take to me once they see that someone likes me. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> As you get there, you're like, fuck, I can really see what these guys don't like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's my whole spiel. It was basically me just airing out some insecurity of like being at this hockey thing and just it not going well. But but that's a that's a shitty feeling. I can yeah, sympathize well, with that feeling of just like ever? not feeling welcome. Yeah. Like a story comes to mind when I I went to Austin for like um, like an interactive. Uh, trade show South by Southwest oh yeah yeah I remember you telling me about that yeah and and I had just shown up it was like the first day and kind of a lot of people had already been there for about a week so they are already like you know had stories of like what they had been doing and kind of sharing this camaraderie um but I I showed up at the the convention center and we had a booth there and I went went and I just like went to put my bag behind the sign yeah. of the booth and somehow like I, I broke it like I, I broke the there was like a divider between like the two <laughs> trade things and one of the girls she she seemed like really stressed with stuff she had a lot going on and then this happened like I accidentally broke like the wall and she was so mad at me for breaking the wall and nothing i could do would make it up to her yeah like i was like well I'll, I, I can fix it no don't worry about it it's fine just just go away just go away and it just was like instantly like that feeling of just not being liked yeah. being the guy that broke the sign yeah. and like she was already stressed and then i just made it worse yeah I just felt so fucking guilty yeah. and shitty. I just wanted to go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That, yeah, that feeling. Yeah. I don't know, it doesn't happen Sucks. too, too much, but it's just, sometimes I think just like the fucking stars align and you're just, I don't know. Do you feel like you put a consistent version of yourself forward all the time? Well, no. Definitely I don't feel like not. that at all. I feel I put like it's wildly over the all over the place. Sometimes I can go out with friends and I'm like have so many funny things to say. I'm like the life of the party. Other times I'm like just sit back and just don't want to say shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I'm just not in a good mood or something. Totally. It's like verging on bipolar. I bet. Yeah. I'm gonna grab more water. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Social situations are really interesting for that, like, in terms of what is going to bring out different parts of your personality. Like, certain people, um, really... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I thought it was, like, I wasn't sure if you've gotten stuff out of the, like, a Brita thing or something. Yeah. Certain people... Just different people can drastically change your experience of 
of hanging out, of like, you know, your enjoyment level. Yeah. And it's and it's not even necessarily their fault. Sometimes it's your perception of them that changes. Exactly. You're not in a position to judge whether they are good or bad. No. Fun, boring, rude, pleasant. It's it's your some I guess sometimes you are, but it's your perception of that. Okay. And your perception of how they perceive you. Which you can never truly know, mm-hmm. you know, like when you meet someone for the first time, you don't know their disposition. You know, some people are just kind of like generally cold yeah. to people. They're not the type of person that's going to be warm and friendly and like, hey, how's it going? And make make an effort to like make you feel welcome and, yeah. and, and comfort you. And then you might take that as like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like yeah. he's being a dick, but he's just being himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's just not the type to like go out of his way. Yeah. You know, but you take that personally. Yeah. It happens all the time. People take shit personally when they shouldn't. It reminds me a lot of when we talked about how, um, just because, just because you say something like, you know, it's just, it's just your, your perception on something doesn't mean that it's not real. You know, like, yeah. doesn't mean that it's not real to you. Yeah, well, it, like, it is real, but at the same time, it it's not it's real. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's not real to you. Right. It's real. Your experience of it is real. Yeah. But it's not real in an absolute kind of way. It's right. not actually what is true. It's not actually what is going on. Okay. But our perception is everything. It's yeah, our whole yeah, framework. Yeah. Like, it's everything is... Yeah. Everything is our perception. So, so everyone's experience of rollerblading or bananas is bananas. I don't know what I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this damn thing over yet? <laughs> Should we just end it there? No. No? No. I took two huge shits this morning. <laughs> that's the like, segue? Full. That is the segue. Yep. Right there. That's what I'm, that's what I'm leading there? with. No. I took two huge poops. <laughs> I thought this was going to spark like another we, couple of hours. We've, we've, um, you know what? We've had some good poop conversations and go with it. And we both, uh, uh, yeah, like... I think we both talked about just taking just big, big like, a lot of poos. Huge shits. And I've noticed, and this might freak out some of the listeners, but I've noticed that I'm starting to get a picking problem. Like, I'm starting to pick at my arms. <laughs> I noticed that. Do you have those little bumps on your arms? Yeah. I have the same things. What, those little hard things. Yeah, they're... Get fucked. I'm like, what the fuck? And I and then I just have to, like, squeeze it. Yeah. Like, I take two fingers little, like, like this. A little white thing. Yeah. Okay, it's... It, do you know you not know what that is? No, what is oh, it? Oh, okay. I said, yeah. Do you get them, like, on your thigh at all? Or do yeah, you I get them on my legs, and then yeah. I, I I have to <laughs> squeeze them on my legs, too. And they really hurt. It's like, ah. little red dots all over you. Yeah. Like, look at my arms. <laughs> Let's see your arm. Let's see. 
Yeah. A lot of them are moles. I have like, the same thing. I have this... I can't pull this up here, but... So then, uh, like, is there a cream that you can get or something? Uh, okay, so... Sort of. You can use that Spectre Gel stuff that they sell at, uh, at <laughs> London Drugs. It's, it's, a, it's body wash. Okay. It's like Cetaphil or something. It's the same shit as that. And it's like pricey, like, non-scented body wash. And huh. it basically just... It's like mo- mostly water. Um, and you use that when you shower instead of, like, heavily scented stuff. Okay. Uh, but what it is, is it's clogged, uh, hair follicles. Like, it's, um, and it's, uh, handed down through, um, through, uh, genetics or whatever. Like, you get it from, like, if your dad or your mom or anyone or your grandparents had it. Fuckers. It's, uh, it's just little dots that you get, like, with clogged, um, clogged follicles. Okay. Yeah, and you can't really do too, too much about it. I've asked my doctor about it before. I was, uh-huh. like, I'll be like, you know what? I'm not squeezing one of these things again because it makes it, it makes me look fucking gross. Yeah. And then I'll just be, like, sitting on the toilet or something, and I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I just want to, you know, well, just one's not going to hurt. And then two <laughs> seconds later, I've got fucking, like, four Scars all over. <laughs> You're on a roll, like, one more. Just I'm one more. Push. I don't know, did I already do that one? <laughs> like there's Dude, this. Stop picking at yourself. You're like I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll start touching it. <laughs> it's like foreplay. Like I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll feel it, and then for a little while, I'll just, I'll touch it. <laughs> just touch. It doesn't doesn't hurt to just touch it. Just right. Stop. Just touch it. <laughs> and then, and then I just fuck it, man. <laughs> I just go for it. The best and feeling is when that you, you get something out of it. Yeah, and the then... The worst is when nothing's there. You don't get anything except just a big scar. No <laughs> satisfaction. Dude, I have a huge red mark on my face right now. I don't know what happened to me, but I have, like... you see that? Yeah, I noticed. What is that thing? <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Eczema? Yeah. Isn't it pronounced eczema? I don't know. Fuck. Eczema. (laughs) I think it's like, it's like a little red rash and then I, I like tried to squeeze it and it got infected. (laughs) And now I had to put a cream on it for like two weeks and it's getting this red. (laughs) But this thing, okay, man, whatever, we're very gross now, okay? So I put on this. These are real issues spoken by real people. Don't think you're coming here. Don't think you're above this. Soul grinds and shit. You're getting you're getting skin problems. Yeah, you like it or not, or you're turning the podcast off, putting your feet in those like nasty boots every day. Because I'm getting you know, all sorts of issues. So this thing on my face was like raised. It was fucking gross. I've never had anything like this on my face before. It did. It just looked like you know like a red rash on my face, but it looked, actually was raised up. And I got this cream for it, and I was, like, putting the cream on. It was, like, this fucking steroid cream or something. It's, like, you know, you 
that's the creams they give out if you have some weird like mark or something on you because it chills your skin out a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I woke. I'm like, you know what? Fucking stop picking at yourself. You're freaking me out right now. Now let me tell you my story about picking up. <laughs> so <coughs> I was like, they're like, don't you know? Don't touch it or squeeze it or anything. And I just was like, feels like something's just there. You know, like when you have a zit and you're like, I just want to get that. I want to get that zit. I want to get that gone. Right? Yeah. You clear that up. Yeah. Let's Especially like, if you don't have like general problems with zits. If you see a zit come along, it's like, I'm getting that. Like, I'm excited about it. I'm going to blow this bitch up. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I won't, I won't touch it. I'm just going to put this cream on. This shit's been going on long enough. It's been like there for like two weeks. It's Whoa. Fucking retarded. I really picked at it though. That's been a problem. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch this thing. I'm just going to let it go. I like, can just put cream on the center. So I went to bed. I got up the next morning after a few days. And I was like, ow, fuck, my face hurts. Like, it just hurts down there. Like a burning? or it, like No, a... no, like, it just felt like a, like a bit of pressure. Like, the skin just felt, like, sensitive. Ooh, that's hard to leave alone. And I was like, ooh, 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 ouch, ooh. And I, like, walked over to the mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing's, like, raised right up. It's got, like, a fucking zit head on it. Oh, boy. And I was like, this is going to be good. Going to town. And I gave it, like, a little squeeze and, like, a little bit popped out, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the rest of that in there. And I squeezed it really hard, and, like, honestly, a fucking, like, spoonful of shit just shot out, oh! out of my face. Yes! Into the mirror. Whoa! Into the mirror. It shot out. I've never... It was so fucking disgusting <laughs> and amazing at the same time. Like, it was so gratifying. I kept squeezing it, and nothing much came out after that. Yeah. But it was exciting. Yeah. It was exciting, and now I'm just... I'm, I'm like, fucking daydreaming constantly about another one of those. <laughs> about just getting getting rid of it all. Yeah, I think it's all gone now. Yeah, it's pretty good actually. Fuck, it's really good. It's kind of fucked up that that can become pleasurable. I like, pulled out. Well, I, I thought there was uh, all this like infection there or something. And I thought, oh, I bet it's like an ingrown hair, right? I never get that shit. Oh, I bet it's that. So I pulled the hair out all around there. I was like pulling it out, like. And I just never got much out of it. So here it is. It looks like I have, like, scoliosis or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a patchy spot. Yeah, I don't... Scoliosis is, like, a problem walking or you're with your bones or something. But it felt right to say. Um, anyways. Yeah. It was disgusting. And it, it was incredible all at once. And it's amazing. Yeah. That's my new passion. It's not skating. It's popping zip. Squeezing. You're about to go back to your arm right now again. You're... I'm just going to touch it. For the, the listeners, like all four of you, here's <laughs> what's going on right now. Like, every so often, picture the people that you see on, like, in the less privileged parts of town, okay? There's, <laughs> like, and you see them kind of doing this Picking. thing where they're, they bring their shoulders sort of in, inwards, and then their one arm reaches over at the other one, and they sort of... Do this almost like a self hug, but the other arm doesn't come up to hug. It sort of, it sort of cringes out like that to like almost like they're trying to show someone their arm, you know, like to demo their arm to someone. But the other arm is still hugging. That's what Todd's doing every so often. It's like your arm goes out like this, and you do this weird sort of like, like you kind of arc your body a bit to like get a better view of something. And then you just start fucking <laughs> wrenching away with your fingers at your arms. You're like a, you're like a serious 
drug user. I know. Yeah, you, I have problems. And your arms look like they have track marks on them. I know. You're just fucking hideous. Is I'm falling apart. <laughs> Let me just decide. Let me see these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's trouble there. This one, this, this one's even worse. Oh, this one's even worse. Oh, the, the worst ones are the yeah, very Yeah, big one. Yeah. The, yesterday, like, I was taking tweezers. Yeah. I took tweezers and I was squeezing that Please. thing with tweezers. No, uh, like it, those hurt too because they're are they dry? They feel a little dry. So like dry skin, or is it like? They you, so they're just like a, you, a like, bump, like a bump with a little hard white thing in that it. That little hard white thing. And usually they don't come out clean. Yeah. You think they're going to, <laughs> but they give you some trouble. <laughs> see, I got this. Do you see? It? Oh yeah, you got some. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah, and then see. <laughs> Juicy. Yeah, I've got such juicy ones. Like they come out and you just like they're they are just they're they talk to you. <laughs> These things have voices. They actually say t- like, "Hey, check this out, big Squeeze boy. Like, Want to have a little touch?" The problem you is when touch. I leave, you're just going to fucking go to town on those things, and you're at some point you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself, but you're also gonna start looking for more. Like it's gonna be almost pleasurable. Yeah, I'll like start squeezing where if there isn't even something there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I have problems, nuts. man. Yeah. And I, I'm a nail chewer. You I, chew I chew, nails. I bite, I pick. I'm out of control. <laughs> I need help. You're gross. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm gross. I, I don't bite my nails because it usually leaves like a big sawed off thing. Look at that. Oh, dude. <laughs> but I like biting. Like sometimes I'll get like the skin on like the top of like your. Right, but right beside your nail or whatever, if it gets builds up there, like kind of like pull it off and like spit it out or something. <laughs> or I'm a big fan of like um, leaving my fingers just in my mouth sometimes. Ugh. I just do that. I don't do that. It's disgusting. I don't know what it is. When I'm on like the computer or something, I just notice my hand just starts going up towards my mouth and I'll just have my finger sort of resting by my mouth and I'm like, and I'll just, I'm, it's like I'm four. Pathetic, and I probably get so much. Either I get like a crazy high level of bacteria in me, or um, or it's something along those lines. Speaking of, I just saw a crazy report. This is for people that stay at hotels every so often. But I saw this <laughs> crazy report on the news that um, Vancouver hotels. There's they did like a big surveillance of them. My parents told me about this too. That apparently they were supposed to have like acceptable bacteria levels are something like 600, 600 count of something. I forgot what it is. Yeah. And it sounds like a lot. Several of the hotels had 16,000 or, Uh um, in some cases there was ones that I think almost were at a hundred thousand. And it's because they had like video footage of just the, the maids and stuff, just take toilet brushes, clean the inside of the bowls and stuff. And then just all along the counters after and the um, and the taps and everything and all over the doors and shit. And what? There's... Like, purposely? Like, just because they're like, oh, just do a quick job, right? 
and don't change the sheets sometimes. And there was people's like <clears throat> bed marks. Get this, this is gonna fucking gross you up. <coughs> um, there was like not you know how bed bugs used to be the big thing. Okay, it's like oh my god, what if I got bed bugs? There was tr- like serious heavy trace forms of E. coli living on the bed and in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and like this crazy super like super flu bug, that, super bug, that, a super bug that the one of, they didn't want to take back to the lab because they were worried about taking it back to the lab, and it was just in one of those hotels, and it was the Fairmont downtown, like a crazy expensive one. Whoa. It was one of several Best Westerns and like Radisons and stuff, um, and uh, <clears throat> Travel Lodge. They all had really, really high counts of bacteria, and that's why people get sick. So, like, just rolling around in a bed, if you have an open sore, you'll get E. coli in it. Okay, so my question Uh, is, is this a new... Is this an actually a new thing, or is it just something that people are suddenly aware of? I don't know. Like it seems to me that yeah, it seems to me that hotels have always been really nasty. Well, they look clean. The thing is, is that it looks clean when you come in. To the naked eye. Yeah. But, but there's microscopic yeah. monsters but you living think, in your bed. You would think that, I bet this room gets cleaned more than my house gets cleaned. You know, like, I don't clean my house too often, right? I clean it once in a while. But, I, you know, it looks like the bathroom's just been cleaned, like, this morning, Right. But apparently it looks clean, but it's all being scrubbed with, like, things that have been scrubbing dirtier shit. And oh, God. And mushing germs around, right? And, like, that's why people are so sick all the time when they come back from trips and stuff. They always think, oh, it's because the airplane. Like, oh, I was on a plane and the recycled air. It's almost always because of the hotel. Ugh. It's gross, eh? That is gross. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not gross. It's just the way life works. Like, we, our whole bodies are made up of bacteria. You're a fucking hippie these days. Like, what, what happened? Okay, this, this has been you for a while, I think, right? You're just exposing it piece by piece. Every, everything we talk about, you're like, but really, it's just the perspective of what germs are. If you were a germ, you wouldn't see it that way. No, but our bodies are full of, of course, germs. Yeah, yeah. Full. More, more. He just, he just did the same the thing where he, he fucking crossed his legs and started biting at the air, and then his arm flew across him and just started picking just at started, his arm. Oh yeah, there we go. That's a good one. Yeah. Is there one that you just really that just is like that's the money? The maker? object of my desire. Yeah. <laughs> There's this this one on the big one on the back. I keep touching, but um, the, <laughs> there's there's more there's more. Uh, bacteria cells in our body than there are human cells. So we're I think I don't know, but, I but what? I, but you there's can't say that and say I think after it. Yes, I can. Well, you did, but it was stupid. <laughs> well, it's okay. What I mean by I think is that like. You know, we say these things that we hear, like I heard this online or something, that um, there's more bacteria cells in our body than there are human. But I don't actually know that. I didn't figure it out. I don't have a Bunsen burner. I don't have a microscope. Yeah, of course. That's a lot of hard work. I didn't count, you know? 
I don't actually know from personal experience. This is just some shit that I heard. Just like most of the random shit that I think and believe. All bullshit. But apparently there's more bacteria cells in our body than there are human cells. And there are bacteria all over the place that we can't see with the naked eye. Of course. And these bacteria have always been around. It's it's funny, like, um, doctors used to... There was, there was one guy, all of a sudden, who, was, who said, Okay, after you touch that dead guy, after you are done dealing with that dead guy, don't walk over and give birth without washing your hands first. Yeah. Because you're getting these women sick. There was a guy that said that doctors need to wash their hands, and that guy was like... Uh, poo-pooed. He was like ridiculed by the medical community because they're like, what are you talking about? Like, how can that make you sick? Like there was a time when a doctor giving a baby wouldn't, wouldn't wash their hands first. The most basic of knowledge that we have now. That's why you got all those bumps on your arms. I think there's shit living in my arms and that's why I want to squeeze it out. I'm like, get out of there. You get out. You're not welcome. Get out of there. Sorry. This is my arm. My yeah. arm. But we depend on the, these bacteria. Without these bacteria, we would die. We are like universes of bacteria. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in a way, like, you have to think of how you treat your body and, and, and the, the food that goes into your body. You're feeding a civilization of millions <laughs> <laughs> and you're creating a heaven or a hell within you <laughs> and not just for you for millions of others There's within tons of bacteria that are just working cornfields and shit in your stomach that just ever soften it's just like a rainfall of coca-cola and they're like oh the crops exactly exactly and there's just little baby Why? bacteria inside the house. Why does he do it? Why does he keep on ruining our crops? Why does he stand and get me? Honey, honey, he'll, he'll get you younger. He'll get you He's doing the best he can. He's doing the best he can. He's doing the best he can. He bought some probiotics. Honey, I picked up that yogurt to expire. Shh, shh, shh. Shut up, Bill. Shut up, and then there's... Is the, is the, is the basement so flat that he's coke? <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. We'll do better. We'll do better. Can't you see how upset Bobby is? I've always thought Bobby's been upset. He's been a sensitive child since birth. Well, it's not my fault. It's because he never gets any good nutrients. Are we talking to the brain cells? What are we doing upstairs? What the fuck am I supposed to do about it? Do I tell him to drink Coke? Is it my fault that it rang Coke? I had nothing to do with it. But, yo, oh, it's my fault all of a sudden. All I do is work so hard out in that field. All I bet you've ever done your whole life is work out in that field. You've never aspired to anything more. Maybe if you were up top, you could do something about him not wanting Coke all the time. You know, I'm starting to but feel like I'm never going to please you. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you're unpleasable. What about the good that I do? What about the roses I left for you this morning? What about the dinner I made? Stop. What about the 14 hours I spent on that goddamn field just to get fucking rain with Coke? Watch your language in front of Bobby. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, here come the waterworks, little faggot. <laughs> your son likes girls just like all the other people. <laughs> 
I'm going to the pub. Oh, no, you're not. You've got a basement full of Coca-Cola to clean up. Now get down there. Do it yourself. You know I can't do that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the truth. That's happening yeah. within you. And people stuck around. They got a full, a full show at the end, like a radio show. That was, that was, <laughs> it was the inner workings of your body radio show. I hope this is science. Can. Yeah. This is the, uh, the science podcast yeah. where we tell you what is going on inside of your bodies yeah. when you drink Coca Cola. That was funnier. Imagine everything being a little person inside you. It's better. Do you ever do you ever think about like how other forms of life experience life? Like, are you thinking about something as big as a dog or something as small as a bacteria? Well, you can you can start with a dog or a cat. Start with that, and and if you have a pet and you observe it day to day, yeah, you start to sense watch. its emotions. You start to sense shame when it when it does something bad or you can sense like he needs something he's hungry or he's lonely he needs some affection is it uh, like okay so uh, I think we can we can say that that animal does experience life and they have feelings so then you can you can take it all the way back into the 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 bacteria cell no you can't no there's uh there's um a certain fuck someone will know that that's listening but it was first found in apes or a bird or something I think it's apes or a fuck it might even be lizards I'm just covering everything aren't I but it's like it's, <laughs> I think it's when they say like, you've got like the lizard brain or something or it's um, a certain animal was the first to develop like a cognitive um, understanding of things like was the first to uh, develop sort of feelings or an emotional state. I think it was apes. Um, and that was found, like, in the... Oh, fuck. It was, like, the back of their brain or something. It's the part that resp- responds to, like, stimuli and stuff and emotions. And um, and it was... Before that, there wasn't... Animals weren't... Um, certain, certain set of animals weren't feeling... Like, didn't have feelings or they didn't... Uh, uh, fuck, I'm not describing this right. It was I saw it at a, I forgot all about it now, but I saw it at a when I was um, away in New York, I think, with my friend Ian. It was at like the Natural Science Museum, and it was the first animal to that was ever found to um, have like feelings or emotions about things. Fuck, I'm gonna look it up. Just talk, but. Hasn't it been proven that even plants have uh, maybe not feelings the way that a human has feelings, but they can sense good intentions and bad intentions? Like, they know the difference between someone coming to give them water and someone coming to cut them. Or <clears throat> I don't know. Is that, is that true? I've heard this shit. What? Okay, let's talk about this. Okay, let's talk about what do we know? Not a lot. You well, we just. I read it. You just hear my fucking rant on like. It was a, it's a, 
animal, but it's an animal with a brain. We should talk. Shut up. Don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, we we take in all this like all this knowledge, and it just becomes a blur. If you don't spend time focusing on one area, or you're a super genius. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't find it here, but basically it was very interesting. It was, it did, yeah. It sounds interesting. For animal emotion. Antidotal evidence. Yeah, some, I think it was like Darwin's evidence or something. I just think the whole world's alive. You need, and you're going somewhere to be more quiet. Yes. Yeah. More, uh, more space. More space between humans and human infrastructure, and more expansive landscapes that encourage dreaming. Um. Yeah. You and Joey, very similar people. Are you looking forward to skating with uh, Joey again more? Yep. I like skating in Kamloops. What about once you have a kid? Yeah. Do you have to beat that up? Do, do people not know about that? Some people? No, that's fine. Okay. Once, you, um, once you have a kid, like, I'm just going to change a lot. Yes, it will. It'll be very busy. But I'm cool. I'm very content skating like once every couple weeks or once every few weeks that that's fine with me and like, like the summer and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and being in Kamloops I'll I can make it count and like do filming when I do skate so um yeah it'll be a challenge it'll be a challenge to like manage my life and uh, stay in shape. Yeah. Especially the first year will be very demanding because I'll still be working full time, and then I'll be up all night with a crying child. Mm-hmm. Um. You just can get obese. I might, might yeah. put on some pounds. We'll see. I don't think I've ever seen you fat. I've seen you like pretty thin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe you will get really fat. I don't think so. I think everything will be fine. <clears throat> I'm usually pretty good at even like, um, if I have short periods of exercise, like do like a 20 minute blast, do like a 20 minute power blast. Do you work out every day? Um. Did you go work out today? No, I worked out really hard yesterday. And my legs are really sore. Down in Did your lunges? Like yeah, I don't. I don't. No, I don't work out every day. I don't work out as... Uh, I work out most most every day, I guess. Do you still play squash? Or, uh, no, I have no one to play with. Squash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I miss it. I would love to play squash. Okay, okay, go ahead. All right, dude. I don't want to leave. I don't want it, but I've got work in the morning, and I've got a big ride ahead of me back home. Yeah. Yeah, I've got work in the morning too. Yeah, it was good coming all the way out here and to fucking hang out and for you to feed me and for us to share stereotypical stories about poop 
and skating and how things used to be. And, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Thanks for thanks for doing it. Thanks for coming over. Indeed. Always interesting conversations. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought there wasn't going to be anything to talk about. Yeah. How long did we go for? Oh, it's a one show. One twenty. One twenty. Yeah. People should have been able to stick around for this shit. If you got listen for one hour and twenty minutes to just two cool cats jiving, jiving, then, <laughs> then you're you know what you need. You need to reevaluate your life, you know? You need to find out, like, what's important to you, you know? The way your shirt fits right now is really interesting. Like, the, the back has come up, and it looks like you're, like, a hunchback or something. Is it better now? Yeah. Okay, good. No, I liked it better before. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I you get it now. I like when you look like a hunchback before. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. Hopefully you got something really profound out of that podcast. And and if you didn't, I highly recommend that maybe tomorrow or the next day you listen to this podcast again, maybe in a different location, have something different to eat beforehand. Maybe exercise first. Um, Maybe try meditating for a couple hours before you listen to the podcast. Then try it again. And I think you'll find that this podcast was really really good.